Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I'm Nurse Mo. I'm really happy that you're here hanging out with me today. And today I'm really excited because we're kicking off our special Say Yes to Success mini-series that we created in partnership with ATI. This is a mini-episode, number one of five episodes, where we dive into a success-related topic for new and continuing nursing students. This whole series is graciously sponsored by ATI. They're the makers of the TEAS exam and in-depth resources that prepare students for NCLEX and the world of nursing. For five weeks, we'll be releasing a new mini episode each Monday. So make sure you're following the podcast and following me on Instagram at Straight A Nurse for some great giveaways and discounts, which I'll talk about more when we get to the end of this episode. So this episode is all about a really big culture shock for nursing students, and that is the constant scrutiny that you are under and all the times that you get feedback that might not have been what you wanted to hear or receive. And how do we accept that feedback without it blowing our confidence? So we have midterm exams. We have quizzes multiple times a week. We have skills lab, skills checkoffs. We have clinical, sim lab, exit exams, all of these things, projects and papers, all of these things are going to be opportunities for your instructors to give you feedback. And when it's not what we want to hear, it can be kind of hard at first, right? Now, I've mentored thousands of nursing students over the years. And one thing I know about nursing students is that nursing students work really hard and care a lot about their academic and their clinical performance. And when you add to that this feeling that everything is brand new, you might not feel really comfortable with what you're doing and getting that feedback, I don't want to call it negative feedback because we'll talk about that in just a minute. There's no negative feedback. It's just feedback. But getting feedback that you weren't expecting or didn't want to hear can blow your confidence if you let it. So let's not let it, okay? One reason that feedback can be a confidence annihilator is because of imposter syndrome. So if you've ever thought, I don't belong here, they're going to find out that I don't know what I'm doing, everyone else here is smarter than I am, I got in because of some kind of fluke. If you're thinking those kinds of thoughts, these are signs that you are dealing with some imposter syndrome, my friend. And I want you to know, very first thing, these thoughts are totally false, but they feel very real to you. And when you have this untrue belief that you don't belong in nursing school, when you get feedback that is not what you wanted to hear, this reinforces that false belief and makes that feeling of inadequacy or I don't belong here-ness, it makes all of that even more pronounced. So let's first reframe how we respond to feedback so that you can view it in the right context. So I alluded to this a moment ago. I want to stop talking about feedback being positive 
or feedback being negative. I want you to just start thinking of it as just feedback, okay? Not good, not bad, not positive, not negative. It's just feedback. Sometimes it's reinforcing what you want to believe about yourself or what you want to hear. And other times it's not what you necessarily want to hear, but it might be what you need to hear. And taken in the right context, all feedback is beneficial. And I would probably venture to say the feedback that's a little harder to hear is probably the most beneficial of all. So think of it this way. Whenever I really mess something up, and I do this on the regular, by the way, you better believe I don't make that same mistake again, right? I remember being in clinical and I was getting checked off by my clinical instructor for taking a blood sugar level for my patient by doing a finger stick. And I forgot to put my gloves on. How did that happen? I have no idea. I was so focused on all the steps with the glucometer. I forgot to put my gloves on and she (laughs) almost had a heart attack. So I got some in the moment feedback and you better believe I never forgot to do that again. So the first thing I want you to shift your mind around is that mistakes, because yes, they happen. They're just part of learning. If you knew everything from the outset, did every skill perfectly, then why are you even in school, right? You're there to learn. So first, accept that mistakes are part of that process. If you're not making mistakes in nursing school, you're doing it wrong. Now, of course, I don't want you making mistakes in clinical where they matter the most, but if you're making mistakes in sim lab, in skills lab, on case studies, when you're talking in your study group, that is where you're supposed to be making mistakes. That's where you're trying new things. You're busting out of your comfort zone. You're exploring. So get in there and make mistakes. Again, those perfect places to do that are sim lab skills lab, in lecture. That's what those things are for. You're learning. And then the next thing I want you to do when you get feedback is take your ego, take your emotions out of it. Again, if you believe it's not positive, it's not negative, it's just feedback, this makes it really hard for it to damage your ego or damage your self-esteem. So when you get feedback, if you find yourself engaging in negative self-talk, put the brakes on that, and I want you to say, this is just feedback. It is not a reflection on me as a human, on me as a nursing student, or on me as a future nurse. This is feedback to help me learn and reach my goals. And in that way, Feedback becomes a very positive thing. Because you're listening to this podcast, I know a thing or two about you. I know that you are a dedicated student, and I know that you're willing to put in the effort to be the best student and nurse you can be. But it can sometimes feel a bit overwhelming. I know. I've been there. Which is why it's so nice to have ATI at your fingertips. From passing the TEAS exam and getting accepted into a nursing program to graduating and passing the NCLEX, 
ATI is your go-to resource for anything and everything you need for nursing school. Now, for many of you, you're going to a program that uses ATI. If your school does, they have done you a huge favor. In 2020, schools that used ATI had NCLEX pass rates that were 5.8% higher than schools that didn't, and that is huge. And ATI helps you throughout nursing school, too. In fact, ATI has helped more than 2 million nursing students graduate and administered more than 12 million assessments since the year 2000. So they kind of know what they're doing. Now, I went to a school that used ATI, and honestly, I felt so prepared, not only each semester, but when I took my NCLEX as well. And that's because the materials they produce are top-notch. They have more than 300 nurse educators on staff, so their ATI products and resources are carefully designed to actually help nursing students and set you up for success in life as a nurse. And if you're new to all this and trying to get into nursing school, then you may need to take the ATIT's entrance exam, and they've got you covered for that as well. They really are with you every step through nursing school. Learn more at ATITesting.com. You can get official exam information about the T's and a ton of information about how ATI can help you get through nursing school and pass your NCLEX. That's ATITesting.com. So the number three thing that I want you to kind of shift how you think about feedback is this. I want you to always be thinking, how can I learn from this? Now, if the feedback you received reinforces what you knew or believed to be true, then keep doing what you're doing. You're on the right track. But... If the feedback you receive confirms that you don't fully understand a concept or don't fully understand how to do a skill, then it's time to ramp up the learning, okay? doesn't mean you're a failure. You are learning. That means it is an active process. And a great way to do that is to utilize the resources that you have right there at your fingertips. So many students will have all these resources from their school, from their textbooks, right there at their fingertips and not even utilize them, not even spend time exploring what those are. And instead, they'll pop into a Facebook group and ask a bunch of random strangers to explain a complex concept. And I guarantee that if you do that, you're going to get some correct answers some incorrect answers, and you're going to end up more confused than if you had just gone to your resources from the very beginning. I've seen this play out so, so many times. So use your available resources. And an excellent one is the ATI material that your school uses, of course, if your school is using ATI. So let's say you don't do so great on an exam. Did you know that ATI has a tab in the student portal called Improve? You go to that tab and check out the focused review for that topic. And then ATI Pulse is another remediation program that your school may be utilizing. This is a fantastic program that basically catches students who need to remediate certain topics early so that you don't get all the way through school and then realize you're not prepared for NCLEX. So if your school is using Pulse, definitely check that out. Tons of available resources there. 
Now, what if this happens in clinical? ATI has a great solution for that as well. So in your ATI student portal, click on the apply tab and you'll see there are a lot of different options for you, including real life, nurses touch and skills modules. So what I love about real life is this is a screen-based, so computer-based simulation that really helps you practice your clinical decision-making and your clinical judgment, because guess what? That's what your nursing school exams are testing. That is what the NCLEX is going to be testing. And then the skills modules cover all kinds of things, such as blood administration, chest tube drainage, nasogastric tubes, nutrition, airway management, all these things that you'll be doing in skills lab, in sim lab, and in clinical. So if your school is using these things, check them out. They are fantastic. Now, what if the feedback you didn't like is the score you received on your TEAS exam? If you didn't get the score you need to get into that competitive program that you've had your eye on, ATI has you covered here as well. If you haven't been using their TEAS prep resources, then you definitely want to check those out. I mean, who better to prepare you for the exam than the makers of the actual exam? Some rando on Etsy doesn't know how the test is designed, especially now that it's been updated. So you need to go to the source. Now, some other things you can do to be a better candidate for nursing school is to look at the admissions criteria and look objectively at where you fell short. That is another type of feedback, right? So was it your GPA? Was it your TEAS exam? Was it something else? Can you improve on those things and apply again? Again, I'm not saying the feedback was negative. It was just information telling you what you needed to know in order to get to your goal. So let's say you want to improve your T-score. With ATI, if you're using their test prep materials, there's something called the IPP, the Individual Performance Profile. And this is going to be exactly what you need to study, what you need to improve on so you can get a better score next time. Okay, you're not going to get that by buying some rando study notes off the internet. Okay, I'm just saying. All right. Now, number four way to shift how you react to feedback is in what you say. So when you get feedback that confirms what you know, what you want to believe about yourself, please don't brush it off and say, oh, I just got lucky or that instructor just grades really easily. Because guess what? That is another way that imposter syndrome rears its ugly head and tells you a bunch of lies. So when you get feedback that confirms or is what you wanted to hear, just say thank you. Own your accomplishments, please. Just say thank you. I worked really hard to practice that skill, and your feedback means a lot. Let's own how hard we've been working, okay? And if the feedback confirms that you still have some work to do in this area, guess what you're going to say? You're going to say thank you as well. Thank you for the feedback. This will help me focus on what I need to learn or what I need to study to really understand this concept. Don't get defensive. Don't make excuses. Just say thank you and focus on how this feedback will help you be a better nursing student and a better nurse. 
I always think of that type of feedback as a gift. Someone has taken the time to tell me exactly what to do to be even more amazing. So that's how I view that type of feedback. And then the fifth thing I want you to do to kind of reframe how you look at feedback is basically think of it in a different way. I don't want you to see the word fail and think failure. I want you to see the word fail or, you know, if somebody says you failed your skills checkoff, right? They've used that word fail. Don't think of it as you're a failure. Think of it as first attempt in learning, F-A-I-L, first attempt in learning. And that's all that is. If you're not struggling in nursing school, kind of on the regular, you're not pushing your boundaries. You're not transforming into a totally different person. So accept that there will be some first attempts and be okay with that. So again, I want to thank ATI for their generous sponsorship of this episode and for generously offering a discount for my listeners plus providing some comprehensive study packages for free in a giveaway. So for details on how to enter and to enter into that giveaway, go to my Instagram at straightanurse and find my post, and I promise I'll make it super colorful so it stands out. Find my post with the words, enter here to win ATI giveaway number one. And all you need to do is comment there with the approximate date of your T's exam, and you'll be entered into that giveaway. I'll take entries through November 22nd, 2022 at 8 a.m., and then I'll announce the winner an hour later at 9 a.m. So that's the giveaway that ATI has sponsored. They're also offering a discount. So when you purchase $50 or more in ATIT's prep materials or packages, you get 15% off with code SAN15, SAN15. That's SAN15. And I'll put all these details in the episode notes. So go to ATITesting.com to explore all the ways ATI can help you get into nursing school through nursing school and past your NCLEX. Go to ATITesting.com. So I'll see you back here next Monday for part two of our Say Yes to Success series. Make sure you're following the show so you don't miss out on a single one. See you then. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.